Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice to your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley we're back at the Blue Table this evening. Good evening. And my name is Mervyn Hanley. And tonight I plan to have a discussion with Rohan Isles of Nevis, who is now a Blue Tables contributor. Tonight it's the 16th of February, and this podcast is not possible without sponsorship. So we will pause in a few to bring you words from two of our sponsors, the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and Anchor Podcast. Now, in the meantime, while we are on break, I am hoping that you'll use the opportunity to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And also, if you're encouraged by our podcast thus far, please click or tap the support link and make a small contribution to keep this podcast going. So let's take a break and uh, we'll be right back with Rohan Isles of Nevis. Welcome to the Customer Support Portal, where we have made it easier for you to contact us. It starts with your question, email, a message, phone call, or a search on our website. Our CSP provides prompt and efficient solutions to your problems. We pride ourselves on treating our clients responsibly and ensuring your information is kept safe. Log on to www.sknd.net and send us a ticket or email us at customersupport at sknd.com. You may also call us directly at 869-465-2288 extension 1322 or 954-353-1003. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will now we're back at the blue table good night again to you and yours and i must say good night to you rohan isles it's a very cold night in these united states of america how is it there on the island of nevis and what do you have to say now about global warming especially in states like the very hot texas um, who's not accustomed to this kind of uh, snowy, icy weather. Good night, Marvin. It's good to be back at the blue table. What can one say about um, the, the, the argument about global warming? Texas is clear evidence of what is happening globally in terms of changes in in global temperatures. Even mm -hmm. Texas is very cold. At the moment, and unfortunately, mm -hmm. I understand that many would have lost their lives during the snowstorm that Texas experienced um, very recently. And, and even in a, even in even in Atlanta, it's um, 25, 23 degrees at this time. I mean, it is it is crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, even here in the tropical paradise of Nevis, temperatures are, are very cold, if I may say that. I mean, during the day, the wind here, wind, wind chill is, is cold, and it gets cold at night. So, um, you know, one would say around these times, the temperature is in the in the lowest that it would be, but I think 
um, this year we can we can see we we having very cold evenings and nights. So the the argument or the position of, of those who doubt climate change, um, I hope they have a hundred percent foolproof argument that it it isn't climate change and mm-hmm. it is something else. But I think the evidence is clear for all of us to see. Okay, let's get right into our discussions this evening, Rohan. First, we'll begin with out of St. Kitts and Nevis. The St. Kitts and Nevis Anguilla National Bank, um, they would have been experiencing some issues since last week, uh, last week Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Now, uh, while they have not used the term as an attempted hack into their systems or in any of their press releases, I think we are sensible and wise enough to know what's, what's happening, or we have an idea, rather, of what's happening. But I believe the bank's um, IT units and the systems personnel, they, they withstood the test. Uh, it is not one of the greatest financial institutions in the Caribbean, in the Caribbean for nothing. Whatever it was, um, it did not succeed. So that, to me, should, not, should also come into high praise for the bank. I know folks would have their concerns, customers, that's a natural for them to react and have concerns. But I would just want to read a press, the latest press statement that the bank uh, issued um, earlier today. And um, where's my glasses at? Let me get, let me see what this press statement says. It states, um, the St. Kitts Nevis Angola National Bank continues to experience an interruption in service caused by an IT security incident. You see what they call it? An IT security incident. Um, As a precautionary measure, the bank preemptively decided to take all systems offline to contain the incident and ascertain its severity. Now, we also wanted to take the time to accurately inform our customers about the incident and the resumption of our client services. As of today, Tuesday, February 16th, the following services are restored ATMs, point of sale, telephone, debit card services, emails. It is important to note that the credit card services were not affected by the incident and continue to remain fully operational. The bank is executing a plan alongside its partners to ensure that our services are back online as soon as possible. This is progressing as an absolute priority, and we are working diligently to make sure that our customers are able to access all of our services. We would like to sincerely apologize again for the inconvenience caused and appreciate your patience as we work to restore all of our systems. We will continue to keep you informed of relevant updates as appropriate, and that's from management. Rohan, let me bring you in again, and any thoughts on this? Well, I've been following the the incident. I think it's been going on for, what, almost um, five, six days now. Mm Mm-hmm. National, well, as you would have said, they're calling it an, an IT security um, incident. I think most of us called it a cyber attack on on the institution. And, and as you would have rightly said, from what we're getting is that the bank security infrastructure, which stood whatever challenges were placed on it, and they were able to, in an advanced position, take their system offline to... Um, mitigate against any further infractions mm-hmm. of the uh, security system. Um, what I can say I see um, happening is that uh, whatever impact they had or whatever impact the, the attack had was, was minimal. And so now mm-hmm. they're going through their progressions 
looking at each service area step by step and trying to either bolster the security apparatus around each um, service that is available online mm-hmm. or trying to exactly pinpoint where the the attack originated and, and trying to ensure that they are um, safer and more secure going forward. As you would have said, the bank isn't one of the strongest financially for no reason. Right. If you have that kind of financial strength, then you, you ought to, and it seems as if the bank has had a strong and, and functioning security system. And, and that is a good thing because we, we are we're talking assets in what the billions billions right and, and so we want to we want, we want to have that consumer confidence in in that regard i know some people you know probably saying well the bank isn't sharing um enough information mm-hmm. but when you when you have issues like these if if you are able to mitigate against those kind of challenges, you don't want to um, go into the public and say, well, you know, the bank was attacked and then consumer confidence goes down the drain and then people start to drove, want to remove funds, etc. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the, the bank is, is saying to the public, look, we had an incident, whether they're calling it an, a security incident by IT or cyber attack or whatever it is, that the the bank is still in an operational and still in a strong security position, strong enough so that the services are still being offered. It's just that they are not being offered in an online manner as they, 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 they used to be. I think um, more services are now available online than they were at the beginning of the incident. I see uh, we can now um, use ATMs mm-hmm. and point of sale and and, and so on. And they assured the public at the beginning, which was, which was commendable, that their, their monies were safe. And what I want to say to Rohan, um, and this is not a cover for the bank, but this, 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 whatever it was, it is not something new to financial institutions. It is not something new. These, um, this happens all the time. Some of it you may know. Thankfully, the bank has informed its general public, and I, I guess because certain things weren't, the ATMs weren't working and stuff like that, they had to say something. But this is not new. I'm sure this happens to financial institutions almost on a day, I even want to say daily basis, as far as um, hackers from overseas or wherever trying to get into these, fi- to, into these systems. So this is not new. It happens to, it happened to the, 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 the bank, and they are, taking control of it and um and i praise them for their efforts thus far the it the the infrastructure must be commended i mean for for avoiding such um attack or whatever it is to take place that is definitely true this is this isn't new and and the national bank of singles and gola isn't the first and will surely not be the last um you have hackers who whose job it is to, to hack institutions and, and, and businesses. That is that is how they make their money in, mm-hmm. in the dark web. And there are many institutions who would have gone to these hacks and nothing would have been said to clients, customers, and, and the public because they would have, like the Bank of Nevis, whether they would have 
paid out, what is called a ransom way, or they would have gone through their progression, isolating areas and, and seeking to find exactly where the, the intrusion is and, and seeing if they can um, mitigate against the intrusion without having to, to lose um, revenue or to, right. lose, uh, to lose money. So it, it, it's nothing new. I, I know there are instances where some institutions would just wait it out because mm-hmm. whatever, if it is a ransomware, if it is that kind of attack, um, the, the, the lifespan of those hacks or viruses are probably run five to seven days and then um, you can easily clear them off. But to say exactly what is happening with the, the, the National Bank, uh, we don't know. But we do know that the bank was, was attacked and, and, and that the bank's security system was strong enough or is strong enough or is well placed or, or placed in a position where they were able to recognize early enough to take yes. your system offline. Mm-hmm. Because that is what is important here. Their ability to say, listen, if it's we recognize something is wrong here, let us take the system offline because you can't do anything to the system if it is offline. Yes, exactly. If you're trying to hack it, once you take it offline, then um, the effects become... Of course, it affects customers. But I think customers... Um, you have trusted National Bank over the years. The National Bank is saying to you, listen, your funds are safe. And I think that is what is critically important to consumers and to customers. They want to make sure that their money is, is safe. Whether it is $12 or 12000 or, or 12 million. And the bank, of, I mean, continuously in your press releases, haven't shown or has given guaranteed guarantees that... Um, Whatever deposits or whatever business you're doing with the bank at the moment is is safe, and that is a good thing. Now, here is something else. Let's move off of that for a second. But here is something else I want to talk about tonight. Uh, Antiguan Barbados Prime Minister, the Honorable Gaston Brown, according to media reports, uh, he has taken the um, Moderna vaccine. But the people of Antigua and Barbuda, they are getting, I believe, the the what is it called, the AstraZeneca? Is that it? AstraZeneca, right. At least that's what was donated and what the government um, will purchase or has purchased. Now, for me, Rohan, this is, well, this is just for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I do not come across dismissive per se. But this to me is a, a non-issue. Bec- and here's why. And this probably, this came up in our podcast discussion last week. Um, at least for me, it matters not if Prime Minister Gaston Brown whether he had the Moderna or the Russian vaccine, he got vaccinated. So some people say, well, oh, well, we're supposed to have the same like him. So if God forbid, and he got a a severe side effect and become paralyzed, and that may be an outrageous example, but the people want to become paralyzed too. So I want our Caribbean people and our brothers and sisters in Antigua and Barbuda, for those who are up in arms rather about the, the, the prime minister taking a different vaccine from what the government is, is offering or has offered the people, right? That you need to make a decision based on your own research and based on the information before you and not say, oh, Gaston took a different vaccine, so you're not take none, if I may use colloquial language. So who will that hurt, really, in the long run, whether short or long run? Is that going to hurt you or is that going to hurt Gaston that you're not going to take the vaccine because Gaston took another vaccine? Okay. Make, make it make sense. Uh, Rohan, maybe you need to chime in here. But, you know, I mean, 
Uh, I guess in some quarters the argument is, is, is praised that, you know, the Prime Minister would have taken a Moderna vaccine. And um, I know from a press release you're saying that he did not share that information until sometime after that he had indeed taken a Moderna, a Moderna vaccine. Mm-hmm. And that the vaccine available to the people of Antigua and Barbuda is the AstraZeneca, the Oxford-produced vaccine. And I... I, I, I I, I don't know if, if if it's an issue of him taking a vaccine or him taking a vaccine and not sharing that information at the time he took the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Because what scientists are saying and what is critically important, and, 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 and this is coming from um, a former White House um, physician, mm-hmm. not coming to me at the moment, but what he's saying is... As individuals, what you need to take away from all of this discussion about vaccines is that all the vaccines being used and recognized by World Health Organization, which currently are AstraZeneca, Moderna, and Pfizer, are 100% effective mm-hmm. in preventing death by COVID. Mm-hmm. That is what, you, as, as individuals, you need to take away. Need to take away that. This long-standing argument that um, the AstraZeneca is seventy percent um, has a seventy percent efficacy um, rate, and Pfizer and Moderna in the nineties, and that may be so based on what the, the makeup of these vaccines are. Mm-hmm. The, the AstraZeneca is using new technology in terms of sending. Uh, messages to the body to help the body to create proteins to, to fight off the the, the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, Pfizer is introducing a harmless stream of um, the vir- of, of, of the, the carrier of the virus. It, it really doesn't do anything to the body; it just triggers the body to fight um, the, the, the the strain that causes COVID nineteen. Scientists are also saying, don't harp too much on the efficacy. We understand that you're concerned about that. But one must understand also that the testing conditions are completely different. Remember, it takes a long time to create vaccines that are are accepted. And and what what needs to happen within the region, especially in the Caribbean, Mm-hmm. Is that we understand that these vaccines are approved for emergency use. What they're saying to you is under normal circumstances, it would not be the case. Mm-hmm. But because of the rapid rate at which the virus is spreading, and now we are seeing mutations of the virus, it is important that you get vaccinated. You can't claim that you don't want Moderna and you don't want AstraZeneca because Gaston took Moderna. <laughs> what is Antigua's Barbuda's um, access to Moderna at the moment? You have to take, as the, physio- as, as the scientists are saying, it is better to have at least one shot of the vaccine, no, yes. no matter what the vaccine is. <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, at least one shot to give yourself an opportunity to survive if you get the COVID-19. Here's what is not being said as well. The effective rate of AstraZeneca first shot is as high or, or even higher than 
than than than Moderna and Pfizer. Here's why. Scientists are saying that the first shot of AstraZeneca, you can go. I think it's three months before you need the second shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With Moderna and Pfizer, you need to take the second shot within twenty-eight and twenty-one days, respectively. So your coverage with the first shot, because what scientists are afraid of mm-hmm. is that people are going to take one shot and don't come back for the next shot. Yes. So if that is the kind of thing that is going on, you might as well take an AstraZeneca shot mm-hmm. because you have a longer higher efficacy rate in terms of the coverage of a first shot with AstraZeneca than you do with Pfizer and Moderna because you need to take the second shot in 28 and, and, and 21 days. So, really, two things that need to come out of this, of, you know, all the Caribbean people need to take from this is with a Moderna, AstraZeneca, mm-hmm. Pfizer, or Johnson & Johnson, which is in the final phase of, of clinical trials, and Johnson & Johnson is just one shot needed because they have used the traditional for the traditional way of creating their vaccine and they tested their vaccine on the new variant as well so johnson and johnson might even be a better option um going forward mm-hmm. people seems to be having on the, the, the moderna and the pfizer and to take the shots whatever the thing is whatever the source is take the shot because it is your best bet of surviving right if you get covid 19, mm-hmm. here the physician said, I didn't say it, the scientists are saying it. They are 100% effective in preventing death by COVID-19. I'm not saying you know, they are not going to be side effects and so on. But if you take the, 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 the vaccine and you get COVID-19, the chances of you dying from that is zero. That is presently what the scientists are saying. So... Caribbean people, Caribbean brothers and sisters with the Moderna, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, go take the shots. As, as Marvin said, you know, Gaston has taken the shots. What does that mean for Gaston and what does that mean for you? Hmm. He, now, he now has a chance of being um, protected at least the next 28 days or 21 days from COVID. You, you're going to not take it and, and, and run the risk because he took Moderna and you want what do you want, Moderna too? Or Pfizer? <laughs> you know, so as we said last week, consider your options in terms of what is important. Get as much information as you need. And, you know, the health services are going to go through the process with you because the vaccines are not all the same in terms of their makeup. And so some of you who have higher allergic reactions to medication may end up not qualifying for Pfizer and Moderna anyway. Mm-hmm. And we have to very very well end up taking taking AstraZeneca. Here's a note I found interesting. People talk about this not being effective. You know how much um, AstraZeneca um, vaccines the United States ordered? $1.2 billion worth. Hmm. You, you're talking about the United States of America. If they, are, if, if they have little or no confidence in AstraZeneca, then they would not have been purchasing that amount. $1.2 billion. And from what I have seen, um, AstraZeneca is, what, $4 per, per dose? So that's, what, $300 million? So, <laughs> you know, let us get beyond, I mean, I understand the, the, 
the frustrations and, and, and the talking points are going to be there for those who are post gaffed, you know, he took the medication and he didn't tell people and yeah. Take the vaccine and then if you want to take him to task from now until kingdom come, then fine. But my message is take the shots. Especially if you know you are high risk. Take the shots. Hmm. Well, I think these governments should be hiring your services, Rohan, for the PR that is so badly needed in terms of getting our Caribbean brothers and sisters to, to convince them, rather, uh, to take the shots. Yes, there are those who may have genuine, who have genuine concerns. And I understand that. I, I, I understand that. But um, it is a personal decision. Um, and unless it's mandated, of course, but it is a personal decision and folks will have to decide, um, exactly what they're going to do. Before we speak on the final topic, Rohan, women in politics and especially on the island of Nevis, um, politics on a whole. Um, before we get into that, let's take a break and hear from our Carl and Sons Bakery on St. Martin. Good night to the folks there in St. Martin. They're always, um, in tune and touched. Um, in what's happening at the Blue Table with this, these podcasts. And uh, we have other sponsors as well, Affluent Homes from Nevis. So let's hear from our sponsors, and we will be right back to speak on some Nevis politics and to wrap up the session. I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl and Son's Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl and Sons, the right choice since 1982. Okay, we are back at the Blue Table. And again, if you're here with us, please subscribe to the Blue Table where you will get your notifications. You'll be the first to receive our news, our information. Perhaps sometimes an hour before others, you will have the podcast available to you. And if you like what you're hearing and if you're encouraged by these podcasts, the, the different episodes, you may want to support us. Uh, support, uh, click or tap on the support link and make your contribution. And I thank you in advance for that. It is so, so, so much appreciated to keep this podcast going. Now, Rohan, we have an election that is constitutionally due on Nevis in December of 2022. However, of course, that can roll over into 2023, which I bet will not happen. But because of when the, the, the last, um, the first parliament was called under the new CCM administration, um, it, it can go down till, I think, March or April of 2023. But again, that will not happen. So even though candidates have not, um, declared, declared their intent to run for office, we, we do know, it is not a secret, that the Nevis Reformation Party, which is the opposition, they're getting their team uh, in place for this um, historic election. And I use the term historic because, of course, a number of women who will be participating 
in this upcoming elections. Um, Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge, who will be the candidate, from what I understand, in the St. James area, Rohan. She's now the leader of the Nevis Reformation Party. And um, I know that uh, Dr. Daniel Hodge, she's a, a wonderful superwoman. She's a great lady. And she loves her, her island, I know. Uh, for those of you who may not know, she's the daughter of the former premier of Nevis. That's the Honorable Dr. Simeon Daniel. So she has taken over... She has taken over the, she has taken over the leadership of the Nevis Reformation Party, and that will be an interesting race. Now, Rohan, Dr. Um, Daniel Hodge, she is not a politician. <laughs> we must say, I must say that, but I know that she is a smart businesswoman. Um, she loves her island, and it will be a fascinating race over in St. James, uh, coming up against Alexis Jeffers. Now, with Alexis Jeffers, no doubt he, when it comes to campaigning, um, when it comes to um, during that period of campaign, rather, he will. He has always done what he's good at, and that is um, getting out the, the the vote per se. Even though uh, I believe over the years those margins have dwindled, uh, the people of Saint James they're not going out in their numbers like they used to, and uh, one of them, including, well, one of them will have to capitalize on getting out the vote and getting the people out um, to vote in St. James. St. James traditionally has been a, a CCM seat, so it will be a battle of all ages to watch and see. Now, I, um, I must say, for those who may not know, yes, I'm from Nevis, and I am also from that constituency, the constituency of St. James. So I will be voting I will be voting, hopefully. And um, if you know me, Rohan, then you know I can't keep away from the politics. So I am sure that I will be a part of the politics in some way. I am sure that I will um, make an endorsement in some way. I am sure that I will be galvanizing the vote in some way. And yes, I, um, I grew up supporting the Concerned Citizens Movement. I have been a part of the movement in, in, in senior roles. So it is going to be very interesting what this election um, brings about. But um, some say it will bring about change. Some say it will bring about the re-election of Alexis Jeffers. Now, let's speak, on, um, Dr. Since that we're speaking about women in politics, let's speak. Uh, start with the leader of the Nevis Reformation Party, Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge. You know, as you would have said, Dr. Hodge is a, is not a politician, but um, what is a politician anyway? <laughs> um, and she, she has that fundamental love of, of country and of people, and, and that, is, that is a good start. That is the benchmark, or is that is the starting point for, for being a politician. She has taken over the party in a time when the political party has lost it's, you know, latest elections. Um, mm -hmm. They lost the federal, lost the local before that, and the local before that. So they have lost the string of elections. And so the, the challenge for, for Dr. Hodge at the moment is to galvanize, to re-energize, and to remobilize a political party. Mm -hmm. You know, you said you, you, you grew up supporting CCM. I, I am on the other side of the coin. So it, it is... 
for Dr. Hodge a, a daunting task in, in, in some respect mm-hmm. because she must uh, re-image and, and, and to put her political party on a footing that gives them the best opportunity to win or to be competitive in the next election. And, and, and I think fundamentally the party has got to come to a point at where they um, agree as to what is the mission. Mm-hmm. And what is acceptable? What is the collateral damage that they're willing to accept? And, and, and what kind of a position they, they, they're looking for in terms of the next election? Is it a case where they believe that they can win the next election with with four relatively new um, candidates? I think the, the only candidate they're going to have with any political experience would be the incumbent in St. Thomas's. I, I will or speak on that, that, but go ahead. Or is this a case where they, they they feel that they can challenge enough to position themselves for future elections? And and, 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 and that is the task of, of, of the political leader, to, to get the engine nicely oiled and, and, and refined and re-imaged and, and, and fit for purpose and, and, and ready to, to, to take on the challenges of transforming or, or putting Nevis in a better position than it is currently. And so, um, new candidates, new ideas, new energy, St. James is up for something special. <laughs> it sounds like you have some kind of slogan there. And um, Dr. D- um, Daniel Hodge, and even before I think that um, she knew, she, she probably did not even know she was going to be a, uh, an, a candidate or much less the leader of the Davis Reformation Party. I know that she has done some great work over there in the Newcastle area, the Newcastle area with the, the, the fishermen and the, the fisher folks there in Newcastle. And of course, Newcastle is known for fishing and the, the, the community at large. So, um, she has, I believe, made some inroads there even before politics. Whether or not that will transform into to votes, that is left to be seen. Well, let me not get into too much of advice and stuff like that right now. <laughs> the time will come for that, I am sure. But yes, Rohan, that's for Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge, the daughter of former Premier of Nevis, the Honorable um, Simeon, Sir Simeon Daniel. Now, St. Thomas's, Cleon Stapleton Simmons. Did I get that right? Right. Yes. yes. And um, she has been, I believe it was in March of... of it, March of 2020. In March of 2020, right. So it's, it's, it's right around the corner where she won the by-election after Premier, uh, former Premier Parry would have retired. And she's now the, the, the representative for the constituency. And I personally believe that um, it should, we should not be having this conversation, um, but I will have it. I know it, it may not be, folks may not like it, but I, I, I think the, there have been some missed opportunities um, since um, the, rep, the current representative has taken that seat. Uh, um, I believe that there's much work to be done. And I, I am surprised that I am saying that about the St. Thomas's constituency. Folks may say, well, everything's done behind the scenes. And I, I, I cannot understand for the life of me 
white people like to use that phrase behind the scenes. I don't even know what that means. Politicians should not be who's trying to win an election working behind the scenes. I, I, I don't understand that. When you're coming up, and this is not to, to put a, a crown on his head, but when you're coming up, and I'm going to get to him, but when you're coming up to the likes of Premier Mark Brantley, who's leader of the Concerned Citizens Movement, and you are there talking about your working behind the scenes and people don't know what you're doing, big BS. You understand me? That's pure BS. You have to be out there. People have to see you. People have to feel you. You're talking about you don't, oh, you're not a social media person and all that kind of stuff. That is total garbage. The people need to feel you whether or not they're in your constituency. They need to feel you because obviously you're not going around to every single body. They need to feel, they need to see. They need to know that something is going on within the Nevis Reformation Party who has been dead to the dogs. I'm sorry to put it that way, but there must be a reality check. Who has been dead? The Nevis Reformation Party, Rohan. They have won. Well, you said you're on the other coin. So let me say you guys have won one election. Let me, let me say one single uno, not even dos, uno, one election in 30 years or more. Now tell me, with that dismal record, you need to be out there getting the people energized. So you think people want to vote for you? They're not seeing you. They're not hearing you. They're not hearing or seeing the party. And because you believe that you're in a safe seat, you're going to say, oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm giving out a bag of sweetie for Valentine's Day. And people must say, hee ha 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 and clap. No, no. And then we want to blame everybody, human beings on a whole. Like to blame everybody for our, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? For our pitfalls or for our setbacks. But you need to look in the mirror and recognize that you are the problem, that you are the issue. Now, if that seat has been, if that seat is lost, if the CCM takes St. Thomas's, Dr. Simeon Daniel, the, 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 the father of the current leader, Janice Daniel Hodge, he will, God bless his soul, and may he continue to rest in peace, but he will roll in his grave. He will roll in his grave that this seat on a gold, golden platter has been taken away because of some folks who may not like to listen, because of some folks who may think all is well, because of some folks who they do not have a presence in the community. And this is nothing personal against the, 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 the representative, but I can only speak from what I see and from what I feel. Now, I don't know who's running for the Concerned Citizens Movement in St. Thomas's. There's been one name, Miss Latoya Jones, she has been under, um, she, we, we've been talking about her a lot because she has been appointed as a special advisor to the, the, the premier and the people of Nevis. Yes, they are making noise about it in these times. A young person who just um, resigned from government a couple months ago and now back as a, uh, the premier's advisor. But we can say whatever the hell we want about that position. And we have made some solid points about it. But what I can say to the people that Latoya Jones is out there. We know that she's going to be the candidate. We're not foolish. And we know maybe whatever arrangements with the, 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 the position she has to, to help her win that seat in St. Thomas's. But one thing we also know for sure, that I know for sure, that she is out there working. She is out there working. So if, and I say a big if, if she wins that seat, it's, we can't say, oh, 
it's her $8,000 and it's her $9,000, whatever she's making. We can't use that as an excuse. But NRP will have to look at themselves and say, we caused this. You all caused this, not we. You all caused this. You all caused this to happen. And you saw, you, you, you've seen it from a distance. You saw that this current representative is heading into a wall and you're not stopping it by taking brave action and drastic action. And you let her go straight into the wall and election night to hear Latoya Jones, the, the new representative for St. Thomas's Parish. And who do you want to blame? You're going to blame everybody around you? You have to blame yourselves. Because from what I am seeing, from what I am seeing, Latoya Jones is working very hard. And this seat, it is going to be a ding-dong battle. I am not saying that she will win, but she is doing everything. Let me tell you something. She's not the premier's advisor for nothing, you know. Mark Brantley is training Latoya Jones very, very well. Very, very well in my Oliver's voice. He's training her to be the, the politician like him. At the end of the day, it's all about winning. Now, you, we can complain or you guys can say, or the people of Nevis can say, CCM doesn't know how to govern. Oh, they can't do this. They're not getting this done. They're not getting that done. But in order to govern, NRP is saying, we can govern. Okay, fine. NRP did a lot of stuff. Yes, I agree. NRP has moved Nevis forward. We cannot, that is even, that isn't even up for debate. You understand me? NRP has done a lot for Nevis. But at the same time, in order to govern and in order to go back and do a lot for Nevis, you have to win the election. So no matter how much posts you make on Facebook and cursing, if you cannot win, you cannot govern. So in order to govern, you must win. And to win, Mark Brantley. And the CCM, you may not want to hear this. Some people may say, no, we're not going there. But you also have to be like your opponent sometimes. You don't want to. It may be uncomfortable for you. But in order to beat them, you might as well join them and beat them at their own game. Rohan, I'm sorry. I took up your time. <laughs> that is, that is a, a mouthful. Um, let's see if I can, I can follow your, your trade here. Um, uh, I'm not a professed um, expert on, on politics, but I'll tell you this. Um, what is happening in, in, in St. Thomas is, is well, you, you can be akin to having that, 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 that confidence that, isn't, that is misplaced. Um, a lot of people feel that uh, things can't happen, and that is the, the first mistake in politics. And in life, because anything is possible. Anything is possible. And fundamentally, um, as I would have said about Dr. Janice Hodgson, she has this, this, this challenge to, to, to carry or to, to overcome, is that she has got to get the political candidates to understand that when you get into campaign mode, the votes are zero, zero. Mm -hmm. And as a candidate, your job is to get the most out of the electorate. You cannot do that by saying you're working hard. Because I can say that. You are going to get the best out of your electorate when they seek and they can feel the work being done. And the hallmark of a good politician, in my estimation, or in my humble view, is to make human connection. That has always been um, my thought process. Mm -hmm. But you can't make human connection from home. 
you make human connection from being among the people you are asking to vote for you. You make human connection by actually connecting with people and hearing what people's challenges are. And when you say connecting with people, and Rohan, when you say connecting with people, um, one of the mistakes that politicians and candidates make, they make connections with their supporters who they already know and who would they, who they would have already connected with. So they have, they have walled off themselves, they have fenced off themselves from part of the population because they're saying, oh, they won't vote for me anyway and they're not going to vote for me. So let us be clear on that. Well, exactly. And that is why I didn't say supporters. It's a connection with people because when, when you get into that frame of mind, you, you should see everybody as a potential vote. And, and I'm, I can only speak for me. Whether you assume or you know people vote, as a candidate, your job is to consider every individual as a person. You have got to do every single vote because here is a, here is a challenge. In, in, in that, the same way you assume people may be voting for CCM, you assume people are voting for you and you end up being one to end. And you don't who the CCM voter, the potential CCM voter, and you don't go to your supporters because you assume they're already voting for you. The people you assume one vote for you don't show up to vote. And the people you would have, you could have convinced to vote for you. You can't, you don't get the vote because you didn't go to speak to the people. So you, you speak to everybody. Mm-hmm. You connect with every single person. Now you, 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 you would have said that, you know, the, the perceived candidate for St. Thomas is one Ms. Victoria Jones and she's being trained and, and, and groomed by, um, Premier Mark Brantley who, um, undoubtedly is, is, is a brilliant political mind in terms of political campaigning and, and so on. To defeat Ms. Jones in St. Thomas isn't a difficult task, Marvin. Mm-hmm. Some people may, you know, when people say one half look good, you're the only person detracting you must look good. Yes. And my, my advice to the incumbent, do not take your seat for granted. Or else you're going to pay the price. What, whatever the case is, your job is to ensure that you are as relevant, you are as prominent, and you are as present as the challenger. Because you've got to make it difficult for the challenger to make inroads into your vote base. And if you're not present, and you're not prominent, and, 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 and people can't feel you and see you, then that is what is going to happen. And then, you know what? You know what? I was I was being restrained, but this is my show. This is my podcast. So I can say whatever I feel like on my podcast. So I will say this to the Honorable Cleon Stapleton Simmons. You, One of the, 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 the things, Rohan, I'm hearing a lot about, and this is not, I know people will say Mervyn is always on Cleon, maybe because it's, maybe because I love her. I don't know. It's tough love. I understand that I, I'm told that she's my very close family member. So, yes, tough love. Yes, that we are cousins. So, tough love for that, right? But you need to listen. 10,000 people can't be wrong. You need to listen to your people. You need to listen to the supporters. If all these people are coming to you and saying, Cleon, this is something that you're not doing. This is what you should be doing. This We, we are not trying to get down on you. We, we want to win as bad as you want to win. You need to listen. You need to not dismiss and... You need to, you need to just listen. Just listen and say, you know what? Let me take a step back. Let me take this advice from Rohan or Mervyn and, and, and Paul and Saul and, and 
Dijon, Jack, and all the rest. You need to just listen to the people. And then you may take a different perspective, different road. Let me tell you something. Cleon is not a politician. She's not a politician. She is as green, no matter because she has won the seat a, a, a year before. I've never, I've been into politics now for over 20 something years, and I've never heard the name Cleon Stapleton Simmons is interested in politics. Never. So let us just, I'm not going to nice it up. She is not a politician, right? And you may ask, what, what or who is a politician? Well, Cleon is neither what nor who. She is not a politician, right? So she got the seat and yes, she, she, she's a great human being. She's a good person, but that can only go, can only do so much. She needs to listen. And I am saying it on my podcast because I am striking the alarm. I am trying to help my cousin to win this election because I'm told that she's my cousin, you know, but at the same time, I have to say, and I must say that Latoya Jones, again, Cleon Simmons, let me talk to you directly. I know Latoya Jones. I've known her and I know her better than most of you all there. Latoya is not a walkover. Latoya, right now, she doesn't even care what people say. Not, not that she, she did not tell me this. I am just assuming, right? Because I know her. She doesn't care about people saying that she's a premier's advisor making eight or nine thousand dollars and all the perks that comes along with it. She's, she's not, she doesn't care about that. Latoya, she can be very focused when she's ready. And she is a hard, hard worker. And if it is something I know about hard work, hard work pays off. No, hard work pays off. And, it, and, and that's the thing. She has become a politician. Latoya has become a politician. And the danger you want, imagine, imagine Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge. This is her first time in the arena. Imagine she has to focus on St. James, but still have to look over her back to make sure that St. Thomas is okay. It shouldn't be like that. Um, we're going to get to the other candidates because they're new candidates as well. So the task becomes a, a difficult one because she has to look over her back for, for, for all of these candidates. When in fact, she should not be looking over her back for St. Thomas's. And I do not want, you know what? I don't even want former Premier Parry should not be there just waiting for a call from Cleon to come help. All of them need to be out. Let the CCM say, oh, look out there. They have to defend St. Thomas's. And so what? This is an election. Nothing is guaranteed. Go out and fend off these people. Otherwise, we're going to wake up election morning with a historic victory from CCM. And it will begin in St. Thomas's if the socks are not pulled up. I'm not saying that um, NRP is not going to win. And I am not saying NRP is not going to win St. Thomas's. All I am saying is that folks need to get off their asses and understand that there's a race out there needs to be won. And if they ain't win it, you know, I, I can tell you, they ain't win it. That is it for the NRP. That is totally, totally it for the NRP. Dr. Janice Daniel Hodge, not that she cares because she never spoke to me about it, would have given up her citizenship for nothing. Yes, she loves Nevis, but it's good to have her American citizenship. She would have done that for nothing. I mean, <laughs> all of these people could have been somewhere else and you've wasted another term. Then there is no need for the NRP. But we will see how it goes. Tell you what, let's take a quick, quick break. A quick break. Hold that thought. Stick a pin. And we will be right back um, as we wrap this up. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let Affluent Homes turn that dream into reality. 
leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121. Affluent Homes Limited. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice to your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley. Okay, we're here speaking to Rohan Isles of Nevis. He's a contributor to the Blue Table. And we're speaking about women and Nevis politics and what's happening. Rohan, anything else on St. Thomas's before we move on to St. Paul? <laughs> before we move on from, from St. Thomas's, I'll tell you this tomorrow. I'll tell you this. I know a lot of people have shared a, a great amount of concern about St. Thomas's. You know, Natalia Jones is young, vibrant, energetic. She's been moved by Ma Brantley. Um, there are some obviously some challenges with the incumbent in St. Thomas's that needs to be looked at and, and, and overcame. And there's so much I want to say, but today's not the day. Okay. But I'll leave you with this, my good friend. St. Thomas's will remain green. St. Thomas's will remain green. And okay, well, if you say St. Thomas's remain green, um, we have developed a, a great brotherhood. And if you say St. Thomas's will be rain green, I have no reason to doubt you. And so if Rohan says so, well, that's the way it's going to be. Right? <laughs> Tell you what, let's move on to St. Paul and we see where the Honorable Spencer Brand, a good man, a decent man, the current representative for the Concerned Citizens Movement and the, the people of St. Paul. And he's coming up against, um, well, let me not say he's coming up against because she did not tell me, but it is, it is, it is said and confirmed that she will be the candidate for St. Paul, um, for, for, uh, the Nevis Reformation Party. That's JD Keynes. Now, I know JD. I know JD. Uh, JD, JD, JD. <laughs> JD and I, uh, work together at THG Network. At the end of that, uh, uh, business affair, it wasn't the best. We did not end it well, but, um, that's the past is the past. All right. The past is the past and, um, we have moved on. And so, but one thing I can say about JD, whether or not you like JD, she too, um, is a very hard worker. And what I know about JD is that she does not go into anything to lose. She will put her mind, her soul, her heart, her everything into what she's doing. And this race that is coming up, the Concerned Citizens Movement should not take their eyes off J.D. Keynes. Spencer Brand should not underestimate J.D. Keynes because they are going to come with everything and it will be a powerful, it will be a powerful source. Now, whether or not uh, she can beat Spencer is another, is, an, is, 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 is something else because Spencer, he's a very strong man. He's, he's likable and he works hard. So here you have that two people who are actually friends, or I, I assume, I'm hearing, I heard that, I've heard that, um, they're going to come up against each other. So that is going to be a ding-dong battle. It has been traditionally an NRP stronghold. 
But mm. St. Paul's people, they take you out, and the, and the, the same speed that they, 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 they got you in, they'll take you out. So that is something that, that's a race we must watch. Your thoughts? I agree. Spencer Brand is a, is a well-liked man, um, respectable community man. Um, I have, I have the, the, the privilege of a family association, of course. Spencer's son is married to my sister, so... Oh. Um, Spencer, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> um, that connection is, yeah, a, a, a lot of respect for, for the, the honorable um, Spencer Brandon Charleston. Um, when you, the same accolades you would have, well, accolades and, 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 and tenants you would have spoken about, Latoya Jones just now, um, really mirrors or exceeds that in terms of, of, of how she operates as well. So, you know, the, 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 the social media presence that you spoke about that is needed, JD is there. And you, Maybe I don't have him as a friend on Facebook. I don't see much of, of Spencer on Facebook in, in that mm-hmm. regard. So when, when, when you when you look at that, that too is something to consider. But that is going to be a battle in Charleston, as you say, traditionally an NRP um, stronghold. And ever so, you know, every now and again it goes blue. When it goes blue, it's, it's marginal. Yes. Uh, minimal in the numbers. And I think Spencer would have defeated Hector by some 11 votes or somewhere around here. And so that is going to be, um, for me, if JD is the candidate, he, he, an exciting competition in, in St. Paul's and expecting an RP to retain or to recapture um, that seat. So wait, so, so, so wait a second here. So you have given Cleon, of course, the traditional um, NRP seat. I mean, well, it goes NRP to, to Cleon. That's the one for NRP. You have given, um, well, what did you say about St. James? Well, let's go to St. Paul. You have given now NRP JD to, to, to the, that seat. So that's two for NRP. We only need one more to form the government, Rohan, <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> you have got to project a level of confidence in your talk politics. You know, you have got to energize your base, and the only way you do that is to is to send and to craft messages that, that that demonstrate that level of confidence. And if we are talking, I mean, if I'm piggybacking off of you, as you know, the way you've spoken about Latoya and her hardworking um, ability and her laser focus uh, tenacity and, and all those things I, I see those same qualities in JD and for seed that is traditionally an RP I, I believe that battle in Charlestown it is going to have to be one of the best campaigns run by CCM in Charlestown for them to retain the seed. One of the things that, examples they use it you, you look at former minister Michael Parkins, who would have done wonders in Charlestown, in St. Paul's in 2000, between 2001 and 2006. Mm-hmm. And he lost? Yes. But you know what, though? He lost. Mm-hmm. So, one, of the mis- one of the things I see um, that's happening with the system right now, um, and they are making, and I am very even surprised that this is happening. You know what? Let me not say that. I'm, I'm not giving that advice. I am not saying that. Let, let's move on. Let, let, let us move on. <laughs> I am not going to say that just yet. I am not going to say that just yet. But there is something that they have. There's some misplaced judgment 
there with the St. Thomas, with the, um, St. Paul seat. You know what? Forget that. I'm going to say it. Again, this is my podcast. I am going to say, um, what is happening? What I'm seeing happening, Rohan, and this, the CCM, they have focused or there seem to be this focus on St. Thomas's. And because there is this focus on St. Thomas's that imagine Spencer Brand did not win more than 11 votes by 11 votes, but you are focused on St. Thomas's, which is not an, a CCM stronghold. No, make it, make it make sense to me, right? Um, so you're focused on St. Thomas's, but you're forgetting St. Um, St. Paul. Th- that, that is what I, 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 I have to, I have to, I have to say that. So I am not saying that, I am not saying that by any stretch of the imagination that CCM is neglecting Spencer, but, um, it almost appears that Spencer will be a sacrificial lamb if Spencer loses that seat. It is because he was made a sacrificial lamb for St. Thomas's. And that's just my point of view. Well, I mean, I mean as, as, as you know, that's your point of view, CCM supporters and the machinery will tell you that that is not the case. You're seeking to get, to get all five. That is what they are after. And they are confident in Spencer Brandon Town retaining Charlestown. And they are confident in the Honorable Premier retaining St. John's. And likewise, Eric Evelyn and, and Alexis Jeffers retaining their seats and, and, and Miss Jones capturing um, St. Thomas's. So that is the, the level of confidence you're operating Well, let on. me tell you now. Let me, let me, let me tell you now. There will be no, there will be no, and I'm not trying to damper anybody, whether NRP or CCM, no one, no party will win five seats on Nevis. It will not happen. It will not happen in this yeah, election. I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you. I just told you that St. Thomas is going to remain green. And I agree with you. So the 5-0 is, is out the window um, um, for now. Um, St. John's? What's, what's, what's well, St. John's, we have um, my, my, I hope she doesn't mind me saying my girl, um, Dr. Pat Trisha Bartlett, um, a good friend. Um, anyway, she's, she's, she's more closer to the premier. That's her cousin, but she's my friend. And, um, she's taken up the mantle for the Nevis Reformation Party. From what I understand, um, Pat, um, Dr. Patricia Bartlett, I'm, I'm so accustomed of calling her Pat that, you know, uh, but Dr. Pat, she's out there. She's doing her work. I understand that she bought a new, um, some tennis shoes and she's walking St. John's, uh, so, yes, yeah, someone called me the other day and they said to me, this was, this is a big CCM giant in St. John. And he said to me, boy, I don't know, boy. Everywhere I go, I drive up and down the place. I'm Pat, Pat walking, Pat talking, Pat walking. Pat in every village, every nook and cranny. And that is a very good thing. Um, however, Dr. Pat must understand that she's not coming up against the lightweight. Dr. Pat must understand that she's coming up against a man who has never lost an election on Nevis and in St. Kitts and Nevis, and that's the Honorable Premier Mark Brentley. So Dr. Pat must not take this race as if, okay, um, yes, he, um, Mark will spend the money and this and that, and she will just walk the streets of St. John's. It doesn't work like that. Um, I believe it's more than that. And as I said earlier, if you want to beat Mark Brentley, then you have to play when I say play, you know what I mean. Play the game just like Mark Brantley. You have to join that. 
arena and beat Mark Brantley. You're not just going to go and beat Mark Brantley by smiling and waving your hand to the people and shaking hands. It's not that alone. It's a whole lot. You'll have to dance like Mark Brantley with his two left knees and you, you have to, those are the things that you have to do to win this election. You have to, Mark Brantley, um, resources are always needed in an election. So it, I, it doesn't matter. Um, you need to have resources. You are not going to win a seat. And this is not just for St. John's. You are not going to win a seat without resources. But because um, the CCM, as well, NRP like to say that Mark has spent a lot of money on elections and stuff like that. Well, guess what? If you think Mark Brantley has spent a lot of money to win elections, that you don't have to spend the nickel and dime to win an election, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. You must have the message. You must be out there. Dr. Pat is doing all of that, but you must also have more. And you must come with energy. You must have some kind of charisma. Your political operation, your campaign must be one of enthusiasm and energy. That's what you need because Mark Brantley will want, he wants to make a statement in this ele upcoming election and he will have a campaign out of this world and it will be filled with energy and vibes. So NRP can't come as if they're going to have a cake sale in Brown Hill. That will not work. That will not work. So you better come with energy. You better come, you better come with life and you better come with a lot of life to come up in St. John's against the Honorable Mark Anthony Graham Brantley. Pat, I love you. It's a up, it's an uphill battle, but I'm giving you some free advice right now. I know you have a well soft spoken voice and you, you're the lovely Pat. That is all good, but you have to come with some vigor and some vibrancy and you have to go out there and dent this. Rohan. Yes, I, I, I do know Dr. Patricia Bartlett. Um, and the opportunity to serve with her and the Cultural and Central Committee. And of course, uh, who did not know will now know Dr. Patricia Bartlett is my cousin. And so I'm extremely happy and proud that she has decided to take up the challenge, the awesome challenge of facing the Honorable Premier, one of the great political minds of, of, of this time. But I'll say this because, you know, I think you, you, you caught me at a bad time, you know, Marvin, because there's so much that I want to say, but there are certain things that I can't say at the moment. But they said it would not be possible or it would never happen. Mm -hmm. And Barack Obama became president of the United States. Yes, and, and, and no, I am not saying that it will not happen, though. But I, I just want her to understand and the NRP to understand that it will not be a walkover. That is true. That is true. And, and that is a fair statement. And, and, and if I know Dr. Pat well enough, the hard work that we are speaking about, she's going to put that in. And I, I fully agree with you on the sentiment that there has to be a different energy, a different vibe, a different disposition, a different kind of of of, of connection from the happy. That that machine, that that green machine can no longer just roll down the road, it has to bounce. <laughs> to go down the road as if it is moving to soca music. Mm -hmm. It has got to captivate, to call people to move, to call people into action, to call people to speak, to call people to say... It has to be, yes. it has to be a movement. This is the time. It has to be different. Mm -hmm. It has to be different. I, I, am, I am 
from what I'm seeing from um, the party leader, I, I know she has a vision different, and it, it is it is for people who, who support the party who has that kind of energy to come into this one. You know, I believe in this message, and I believe that we can do X, Y, Z. But as you say, the, the machine, I mean, listen, you can't, you can't go in a lion's den with a sheep. Hmm. You, 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 you're asking yourself to be dissolved. Not to say that the sheep may not outsmart you, but mm-hmm. nine to one, you know what the situation is. So come to the dance. You say he has two left feet. You can well, dance. I don't know. He can't, I, well, he can't, he can't, he can't dance. So I, <laughs> maybe Pat can dance better. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that you look for opportunities where your 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 strength is is good enough or better than his or better than whoever your 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 opponent is and that your weakness isn't too damning that you can at least give yourself a fair chance. Listen, this campaign is is going to set up to be. Because of the magnitude of the campaign, when you look at it, we have five women set, setting themselves for... Five or four? We have four on one side and one on the other. Oh, 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 I understand. Okay, so, I understand. Right. So you have five women in historical context, because I, this has never happened before. Mm-hmm. You have five women who are set to go onto the campaign trail. And, I mean, I'm looking for, 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 for a, a different kind of energy from the NRP. I know that energy is going to come from the system. If you, if, if you have followed the system long enough, you know the kind of campaigns you're going to run. I was a part of them. <laughs> I mean, trust me, the best bet is, 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 to, is to seek to match that. But don't lose the message within the foray of all of that. Ensure that you... you your, your base is energized based on what you're saying to them. And they're, they're mobilized and they're ready to go. Um, St. John's is going to be an exciting battleground as well. Not 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 not, not crazy. I'm not crazy enough to call out one of <laughs> And you know what? The best campaign I've seen NRP ran uh, Rohan. This was back in leading up to the 2011 elections. Let me tell you something. I was on the other side. Um... And, and, and watching on with the, to, to, to see what's happening there. That was a campaign. The NRP energized all over in leading up to that 2011 campaign. It was just a campaign for the history books. It was really, really an electrifying campaign. And if they can bring that electricity to this upcoming campaign, then it will be a ding dong battle. No doubt. It will be a ding dong battle. No doubt. The premier would would say ignore the noise if the nrp comes back with that campaign trust me the premier would wish that he did not ignore the noise i am i'm just saying and that's the reality of it yeah, i mean I, I agree i mean he's saying ignore the noise i i, I suggest the nrp brings the noise that's just, that's just and for saint george um for saint george i don't think that the nrp has announced a candidate for saint george's yet um, I believe, however, I'm sure they, they will at some point and we just have to wait. But I, what I want to say though, I want to speak about St. George because there isn't a candidate, but what I would like to say that when you look, Rohan, at the, the margins of the last election and the few elections and, um, for those of you who are really in deep, deep are in touch with the politics, the, um, all seats in my opinion, all, A-L-L, all, are up for grabs. And I say that because of the number of voters 
the number of voters who are staying home, who have stayed home election after election, when you have over 1,200 people staying home in St. James for the election, when you have hundreds upon hundreds staying home in St. Thomas's, when you have hundreds staying home in St. In, 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 um, in Paul, when you have almost 1,500 or more staying home in St. John, when you have hundreds over 1,000 staying home in St. George who are not coming out to vote, the party that brings out the vote, the party that wins the election, this next election, all seats, every single one up for grabs. Once the votes um, come out, everyone up for grabs. Yeah, it's up to political parties to, to get the vote out. Um, to get the vote out, I, I know, as you have said, voter turnout over the years have been, have not been particularly high. Um, and voter turnout, they say, is the incumbent. Is that what they normally say? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no politics is an idol, but um, yeah. Get 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 the vote out, and again, again, it's about energizing your base and energizing the voters and energizing um, the, the the so-called independents or those towing the line. I mean, bring bring that energy. <laughs> anyway, you know what? We, to, to, to say, yeah, I'm going to vote this time. We need we need to wrap up. We need to wrap up. But I am so I can speak about this. We are we are over time today. But I can speak about this because I'm so passionate, Rohan, about this and, and, and this race right here. I am going to be involved in this race. Come rain, sun or snow. And those who want to attack, they will attack. And I will take the premier's advice and say, I will ignore that noise. And I will do what I have to do in this upcoming election. Now, I see some people throwing their shades with the most palm trees. Imagine some of them throwing shade and stealing Wi-Fi to throw their shades, right? But, 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 but not only that, they're throwing shades and they'll be like, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching them, Rohan. Even those under the fake profile and I know who they are. I know who handles some of these accounts, right? And they're throwing their shade. And I'm saying to myself, but oh, wait a minute. That means it can't be this party, whoever it is. X don't want me to vote for them. X don't want me to vote for this person. X don't want me to come out then and, and, and support them. It can't be. It cannot be. It must be calculated that they are saying that, um, well, forget Mervyn or whatever the case may be. But I want to say, I have not completely, I am getting there, decided on what I will do in this upcoming election. But whatever I do, Rohan, I am going to give it 5,000 or more percent. You understand me? I don't care who talk. I don't care who cuss. I don't care who throws shade. This is my nevis. And I know what I want as representation. I know what I will do to get that representation. And I will fight for that representation with all my might. Every single fiber in my body will go into this next election. And who don't like it? Too bad for them. Too bad for them. But this election, this election... I am ready for an election, and this election, I plan to make a statement. I plan to make... I want to say a statement. I am not talking about a statement as in a, a press release. I plan to make a bold statement in this upcoming election. I have, I'm not declaring my hands on which side, right? But the way things are going, I plan to make a statement, and the arrows will come from left, right, and center, and I am ready to take on all the arrows because as, as they come to me, I just bend them, hold them, grab them, bend them, right? So I am ready for this fight. I fear no one 
and I will not be intimidated by anyone coming up in this election. Rohan, we are out of time, and um, it has been a pleasure to talk to you on the, another podcast, and I look forward to this election, whether I am dressed in blue, I know about the green. <laughs> I, I may not even if if, if I I know I love Janice. I don't know what I, I don't know what the plans are, but I cannot. I've never. Let me put it this way: I've never envisioned myself putting on a shirt, a green shirt, Mark Vote NRP. <laughs> so we see stranger things happen, right? But I can tell you. That it will be one for the history books. But I, I don't know how, I don't know how it feels to wear an NRP shirt. I don't know what I plan to do. I, I don't know how it feels to, I keep praying. No, I really, really keep praying. And no, this is serious now. I do, I keep asking God to guide me and also to protect me because, um, a lot of things have taken place and, um, it will require and it can only require prayer. So I am depending on the most high to guide me on this next journey, political journey, as it relates to the island of Nevis. Rohan, your final words. Well, election 2021 or 2022, whichever year it is, is definitely setting up for an exciting um, journey. Um, like you, you know, I am, I am in deep thought as to what my involvement will be and what my level of involvement will be. Um, I'll be there. And so, um, as they say, I'll see you on the campaign trail. See you on the campaign trail. Rohan, I'll see you on Friday as well. You'll be back with us at the Blue Table on Friday as a guest contributor. Thank you so much. And for those of you, again, uh, let me say to you, for those of you who are on the podcast, please subscribe so that you can receive the information such as news, uh, breaking news, whatever we have, the episodes on podcast. I am Mervin Hanley wishing you a wonderful night and do join me again tomorrow for a similar presentation. Good night. Mervin Hanley will inspire. Mervin Hanley will empower. A voice for a Caribbean major. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice to your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Marvin Hanley